Hello and welcome to Money Life. This is Sucheta Dilal. This week, I think we need to look beyond money. We need to look at things that affect us in different ways, like mental health and then amazing battle against neglect, abuse and corruption. And I think it's also time to start talking about some new initiatives. Now, you wonder why I would hit on this instead of my usual business video blog, right? It all started with a very chilling headline, or at least I thought it was chilling, in the Times of India on 23rd October, which frankly ought to have shaken up many people. What did it say? That 379 people out of 475 that had been looked at were certified as completely mentally fit and yet had been stuck in mental hospitals all over Maharashtra for over 10 years. Isn't it stunning? Completely normal, sane, sensible people. And any of you who have any assets to leave will know that mental health is a very serious issue. You can't even make a will and decide where your assets will go if you're not mentally fine. So mental health is important. And 379 completely fit individuals are languishing in mental hospitals for more than 10 years because they have been put there by friends, family, relatives. Nobody knows what. But this is part of a public interest litigation that was filed by Dr. Harish Shetty, an extremely renowned psychiatrist who's also an activist and an evangelist in this space. So... Why did Dr. Shetty file this litigation, which led to this finding? And this finding is not the end of the story. This is just the preliminary thing that has come up after the court asked questions to the Maharashtra government. And again, this is only Maharashtra. Now multiply that by every state of the country, and you have a pretty frightening and chilling problem. So why did Dr. Shetty file this case? He tells me, that he was inspired to do it after December 2021 order by Judge Swati Chauhan of the Bandra Family Court in Mumbai. She was hearing a divorce proceeding and discovered that a woman, perfectly normal woman, had been confined to a mental hospital for 12 years by none other than her husband. The husband now wanted a divorce and the matter came before her and she discovered this woman is in the Thane Mental Hospital. She had to issue repeated orders and get tough with both the mental hospital as well as her husband in order to bring them before. She announced an amicus curiae to help, a evaluation team, and then came to the conclusion that this lady was perfectly normal and did not even bear a grudge against people who had confined her to a mental hospital like a life sentence, 12 years, and she was fine. And all she wanted was to get out of there. Dr. Shetty believes that thousands of completely fit and normal people have been thrown into mental hospitals, maybe in Maharashtra, maybe across the country. And they have been thrown there by taking advantage of corrupt system. And worse, even those who have slight problems and have been admitted and recovered, their families don't want them back. So they let them remain there, even though they're fit to go home, maybe fit to work. Such actions happen when there are property disputes, marriages have gone bad, like the case that I've mentioned, or simply just sibling rivalry and nastiness 
or people not wanting responsibility for someone who's unwell or just too old to look after themselves. PIL, like I said, is a tip of the iceberg. Dr. Shetty is on record to say mental health has turned into an epidemic of sorts in India. This is due to anger, alienation, social change, and the relentless pressure to perform. You see students who are dying by suicide, 35 a day. Then there are celebrities like Deepika Padukone, who has pointed out that depression is something that affects everybody, even successful people, and it can have a chilling impact. It's so easy to take a depressed person and certify them as mad. So this is a problem. If you look around you, you'll find that there are people who suffer in some degrees. They're either depressed or they have issues. You need to have empathy and open your eyes to notice it. How did we get so involved with this? Two reasons. One, when we saw a brilliant activist with undiagnosed schizophrenia finally passed away very young when he was under 50. Then we had an issue with a friend. I'm not going to name names or give details. I'm changing the name because it's important to keep his privacy. But the point is, like a lot of the people I'm talking about, very highly educated. Remember, mental illness can affect people who are brilliant, who are stars, who are doctors, scientists, engineers. We had a friend who was an IT expert, worked in a top company in India, passed out from one of our Ivy League, from the Indian context management institutions. I am Calcutta, came from a very well-placed family. One of his brothers was a top executive in a media company, another a very senior executive in a telecom company, but they neither understood the problem with their brother nor empathized. He was single as long as he lived with his mother, she probably was his anchor and took care of him. They insist that there was nothing wrong with him and no medication was required. In fact, he kept saying that he has never even taken an aspirin in his life. But latent signs were there. Even his colleagues and his batchmates say that he was always a loner, didn't talk much. These were early signs that were either missed or ignored. Once his mother passed away, he lost his mooring and just slid downhill. The brother, one brother in Mumbai was uninterested. The other allowed him to be on the streets because the rented home in which he lived with his mother was given up, his belongings taken away. And we discovered through a friend that he was roaming the streets in a very, very bad situation. There is a photograph that I'm showing you with his face blurred. I'm calling him Anshuman. And remember, extremely clever person. He lost his job in this multinational. He was on the way down. It took a long time. It took five, six years before he reached the stage where he was on the streets. But if treated in time, he could have been working normally and held his job. It did not happen because of the neglect, not just of family, but everyone around him, which is why I'm doing this video vlog as a wake-up call. When we found him in Andheri, we finally managed to clean him up and then began to hunt for a place that would admit someone like him. We were looking for a place that was clean. We are not looking for a mental hospital. 
He was not diagnosed. We needed someone who would look after him with empathy, help him to recover, create a facilitating environment, maybe have games, fun, education, and be clean more than anything else. That's when two wonderful persons, both activists working in this area, came to our rescue. So Nishit Kumar is managing director of the Center for Social and Behavior Change Communication, and Selesh Mishra, founder of Silver Innings, who actually works with a lot of elderly people with dementia and Alzheimer's, helped us look for places. And then we found one, which is called Anandwan Wellness Center at Nala Sopara. Now, while I'm naming a name, because our friend has been there for over three years and has made a great recovery, and you know we get feedback about how well he's doing, so I'm naming one. There are others that we know about there must be plenty around the country, but actually plenty is not the right word. There would be a few around the country. There is a need for plenty because we are not talking about destitute people who need to be sentenced to a life in really ugly, uh, financially uh, badly off government institutions where there is very little empathy and care, where you need to go for only extreme cases or violent cases. Anandwan, like I said, is a paid facility. It's not inexpensive. It costs 25 to 30,000 inclusive of food treatment and a series of activities. This is what you have to pay every month. So at the time when we took our friend there, we didn't know how we were going to manage. We were intending to crowdsource it. We contacted his brother. Brother has a responsibility. He had taken away access probably to the bank accounts and shares held by our friend. So he had his money to pay. Remember, nobody else is paying for him. He has the resources, but he does not have the mental ability to look after himself. And to that extent, our friend is fortunate. He's found a humane place. The brother agreed to pay, has been paying for the last three years. In fact, very soon after he moved to Anandwan, we had the COVID pandemic two years which was just washed out, but he made a smart recovery. The point here is that even after people recover, they need support, caregivers, empathy to ensure that they continue to take medication. Because if they don't take medication, it's so easy to slide back, in some cases turn violent. So our friend is much better off over there because the organization is taking care of him. And like I said, the family is not interested in having him back, but they're willing to pay the money for keeping him. It is sad, it's tragic, but it's better than being bunked in a mental hospital. In fact, Dr. Shetty explained to me that after the implementation of the Mental Health Care Act 2017, cases like the lady that we started with, whose husband put her in a mental hospital, they would be they would have to be reviewed every six months. But apparently, it's not happening, which is what has been thrown up by the public interest litigation that is filed in case in court. So until all these examples come out, until there is pressure that fit people, their cases are reviewed. If they are perfectly fit, they have to move away from there. But move where? Again, this act has created under the government what they call halfway homes. It's like when you release a prison prisoner, it's as bad as that. They help them to adjust. This, I don't know how it works. It's all very new. 
It took a long time after the act before things cranked up and began to work. In fact, Dr. Shetty's litigation is probably going to force the government to take some actions to ensure that we don't just have an act, but that act is implemented. My point is, can we keep depending on government if these are people who are fit, who have their savings, and who only do not have the mental ability to take care of themselves? They have the money. So instead of that money being grabbed by someone else, they need to be able to get places like Anandwan where they're able to make a recovery and are able to live a fairly okay life, which is not like a prison sentence of hard labor, which is what you have in a mental hospital. This is a place where they have physical activities, meditation, maybe are able to do not the jobs that they were used to. Maybe they'll even get back to the jobs that they're used to. If they have a supportive home. They can come back and lead perfectly normal lives. But those who can't need a place like this. They need places like this. And on realizing this, we helped Anandwan try and raise some money through corporate social responsibility to take care of people who are not even able to pay for themselves. So the people at Anandwan, Omkar, one of the founders, tells me, that sometimes people admit relatives, pay for a few months, and then vanish. And he says, we don't have the heart to throw these people out. So they have been looking after people. They have 24-hour psychiatric illness care, look after schizophrenia, anxiety, bipolar disorder, obsessive compulsive disorders, dementia, Parkinson's, and what have you. They work with them. They give them activities. They give them tests but it needs to be paid for. And I think we as society have a duty to them, not just to find CSR funds that will help organizations like this survive, but to put pressure on family and relatives who are unwilling to take that step of finding places like this, getting the right care, and then spending the money, not necessarily their money, but money that some of these people may have earned, like our friend Anshuman. If you agree, please start looking around you. Be proactive. Help discover these places and help people lead better lives. Mental health is a serious issue, can affect anybody. And we need to make change happen. It's not enough to have an act. The act has to work. Thank you.